بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد brothers and sisters we have this beautiful hadith from musnad imam ahmad sahih hadith narrated by abu al-ala radiyallahu that Rasulullah said, Verily, Allah will put his slave to trial in what he gives him. Verily, Allah will put his slave to trial in whatever his, he gives him. Whoever is content with what Allah has apportioned for him, then Allah will bless him in it and expand it. Whoever is not content, he will be he will never be blessed in it and this is a sahih hadith um, now question is what is commitment and how do we get it actually it is a very simple thing simple to narrate to you um, and simple also to practice if you uh, if you want to practice um, the point I want to make is that issue of contentment so now how do you have contentment how do you reach a stage where you are content it is by reminding yourself about something which is part of our aqidah, it's part of our creed, part of our belief. And that is, we express it in many ways, we express it in, in many times. Nobody has any power, nobody has any authority, nobody has any ability to do anything positive or negative. From our perspective, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not do anything negative, but from our perspective as people, positive or negative, um, nobody has any ability except Allah. No one has the ability to decide, no irada, and no quwwat. We say, la nafi, we say, la yanfa' wa la yadur illallah. Nobody can harm and nobody can benefit except Allah. Now, this is something which, as I told you, and as you know, this is something which we believe in, this is something that we uh, we accept, this is part of our aqidah. Uh, we have no quarrel with that. But the key thing is, do we apply this in our lives? Do we live by this? To give you a simple example, what I try to do, is, for example, if I'm sitting down to a meal and I find that the food is not to my liking, the instant reaction is the human reaction, which is to complain. Right? What kind of food is this? I mean, these people don't know how to cook and so on and so on. So we have this tendency to complain. But what I do is I remind myself. And I say to myself, who is the one who feeds? Who is a razzaq? 
الرزاق ذو القوة المتين إن الله هو الرزاق ذو القوة المتين الله سبحانه وتعالى said in Surah Al-Zariyat Verily it is Allah سبحانه وتعالى who is Ar-Razzaq He is not just the Razzaq He is Ar-Razzaq and He feeds you by His power Now when I remind myself that question is therefore who gave this food to me where is this coming from from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so am I going to complain about that about something which Allah gave me and also think about this I am getting this food whether it is more or less whether it is tasty or not tasty and so on I am getting it not because Allah had no other choice Naudhu Billah it's not because there was nothing else it is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla Jalaluhu in His infinite mercy and wisdom chose this for me Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who chose this He picked this for me He chose this for me and therefore if I remember that and then I say therefore what I'm getting is what my Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu wanted for me and he is the one who chose it for me now tell me how can you complain hmm? if Allah chose this for me it means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken that interest in me who am I? I am nothing, I am not even nothing, I am less than nothing but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose this specifically for me now where is the complaint? I always remember this wonderful story of uh, Mahmud and Ayaz, Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi and Ayaz was his slave, who was also his closest and dearest friend, he was his advisor, he was somebody that Mahmud loved very much and, I, and Ayaz reciprocated that. And the story is that it was summer day, um, hot summer day, they were sitting on the top of the terrace of Mahmud's palace in Ghazni and as it happens in you know in our countries uh, in summer you sit outside on the terrace or you sit outside in the uh, you know in the courtyard or something and uh, you sprinkle some water on the ground before that so the place cools down and uh, then you sit there and you uh, you know it's, ple- it's very pleasant in the evenings so they were sitting there, uh, Mahmoud was on his chair and Ayaz was sitting down uh, in front of him and they were talking. And in his hand, Mahmoud had uh, a cucumber and in his other hand he had a knife and he was cutting this cucumber, you know, slicing it and he would slice it and he would give the slice to Ayaz and Ayaz would eat it. And uh, while their conversation continued, and this continued until Mahmud had only one slice left. And when he came to that slice, maybe, you know, in his mind he must have thought, oh, I gave the whole cucumber away to Ayaz, let me at least try one slice. He put the slice in his mouth and it turned out that this cucumber was a very bitter cucumber. As you know, some cucumbers are like poison and this one, this one was like that. So he put the slice into his mouth, he took one bite and he spat it out. He spat it out, he spat after it. 
and he you know he sort of he said what kind of thing is this and um, then he turned to ayaz and he said what kind of a person are you he said i gave you slice after slice and you ate it and you didn't say anything i mean why didn't you tell me right after the first slice itself you should have told me this is bitter and we would have got something else why didn't you tell me ayaz said your majesty i was so conscious of the fact of the hand which was giving this cucumber to me that the taste of the cucumber never entered my perception he said i was so conscious of who is giving this cucumber to me that the taste of the cucumber that didn't come into my consideration at all now i'm thinking to myself when i hear the story every time that here is a man talking to another man sure he was a slave he was a servant the other one was a king and so on but end of the day they are both human beings they are both mortal they both died you know and so on and so forth what do we say about the one who is hayyul ladhi la yamut who is rabbul arshil karim who is rahmanur rahim who is maliki yawmiddin who is allahus samad lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakul lahu kufuwan ahad what do we say about that what do we say about this absolutely phenomenal fantastic relationship that we have with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu where it is not the hand of mahmud ghaznavi which is giving us whatever is giving us but it is the hand of the creator of mahmud ghaznavi and our creator i might say well what about the cucumber which is bitter even that in the case of mahmud ghaznavi he gave it without knowing in the case of allah he gives it knowingly why and the way i understand that is it's like going to the gym and you are exercising and the trainer now tells you okay now you're going to lift 5 more kilograms now the trainer knows that when you lift 5 more kilograms is going to pain more right your muscles are going to cramp but he wants you to do that because he knows that by that you will become stronger and you don't resist it because you know this you know that this trainer has your best interest at heart number 1 Number two, you know that the trainer knows what he's doing. Now, these are the two things that we need to keep in mind. That Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has our best interest at heart. And heart again, I don't mean that in a, a literal sense. This is a, in the manner of speaking, figure of speech. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala wants the best for us. That is the reason He sent for us His own word, His own kalam, Al Quran Al Karim. That is why He sent for us as our teacher the best. of all creation not just best you will be the best of every single created thing that we that exists that we know and that we do not know all of them individually and together are less than the maqam and the position of muhammad rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him to us to teach us and what is he teaching us he is teaching us the kalam the word of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself now what more evidence that does anybody want that allah subhanahu wa taala wants the best for us because he sent us the best he sent us the best word and he sent us the best teacher there can be no word superior to the word of allah and there can be no teacher superior to muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam and then we think about this and we say this rab of mine who wants the best for me and who knows the ins and outs of it as i said 
you trust the gym instructor, you trust your trainer because of two things. One, you know he wants the best for you and two, you know he knows his job. So if he's recommending something, he knows what he's doing. What about Allah? Does Allah know what he's doing? Right? Seriously, we need to ask this question to ourselves. So if Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what he's doing and he knows the ins and outs of it like nothing else that nobody else can ever know. And he loves me, he wants the best for me and he gives me something which on the face of it is painful because I don't like it. But in it, intrinsically in it is hidden what is best for me. Now this is something that we need to seriously keep in mind and ask ourselves and say what is it that I need to do in order to make sure that I always, always, always thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like Nabi sallallahu used to say, Alhamdulillahi ala kulli hal. Alhamdulillahi ala kulli hal. All praise and all thanks is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every single condition, every single state of being. Whether I have plenty, whether I have less, whether I am sick, whether I am healthy, whether I am poor, I am rich, I am... Uh, uh, I have authority, I don't have authority, whatever situation, what Allah wants for me is the best. Now, that is the secret of contentment. The one who has this will have qanaat in his life. And Rasulullah said in another hadith, the greatest wealth is not dirham and dinar, it is qanaat, it is contentment. It is being pleased with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us qadat and to keep us content so that we are the wealthiest people in the world.